In a word, let each one of you, through repentance, pull up by the roots the thorns and thistles of sin that you have nurtured in yourself through a life full of passions and pleasures. By so doing, you will cultivate your field and make yourself ready to receive the saving seed. Then once you have received it, you will bring to perfection the fruit of eternal life. Not only ought we to give up our physical desires for the sake of that life, but even if need be, our soul, for thus we shall follow in the Master's footsteps, be partakers of the glory and kingdom which are in Christ, and live with him forever, glorified with him. Our irrefutable witness is the most excellent of martyrs, the wonder worker and murgusher Demetrius, before whose icon kings and priests prostrate themselves and rejoice to be present, for he followed in the Lord's footsteps by the way he lived, by his words and his sufferings. Not just anyone will be accepted to him as a participant in the festival and the ceremony which has already been announced, but only those who have been already initiated into repentance. Given that the saint left behind every material attachment and showed himself in his entirety to be, in Paul's words, a sweet savior of Christ, to the point that after his struggle, even his coffin became a font of fragrant myrrh. How can he allow anyone to dance around him and sing to him who smells of the stuff of passions and reeks of the unhealed wounds of sin? Praise is out of place on the lips of sinners, says the scriptures. As we celebrate the four feasts, let us also purify ourselves in advance of the appointed feast of the great martyr, which is drawing near, then having rejoiced in spirit together with him at the memory of his struggles for Christ's sake, his Christ-like life beforehand, and his rewards from Christ afterwards. May we receive this pledge of our hope to dwell in heaven with those who rejoice eternally. May we all attain to this by the prayers of our city's patron saint and martyr for Christ. To the glory of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, now and forever and to ages of ages. Amen. Okay, you ready? Should I tell you about Blessed Carlos sure. or should I tell the story? Uh-huh. Anyways, he was just beatified, but he's the saint who, um, he's, so he's a computer scientist, or he's a computer kid, he's not even a computer scientist, because he, he's like, like our age, like he was born in like the 90s maybe, he died in like 2009 I think, mm. but he, he loved computers, and um, but he made this like online exhibit about all the Eucharistic miracles mm. and like brought it around the world and stuff and like he prayed the rosary daily and went to daily mass but like he just loved our lord but he used the computers and made like all these videos and stuff um to like to talk about the faith um and he got leukemia and died mm. when he was 15 but he's he's like one of the patron saints for computers and like gamers and computer scientists and stuff but like He's going to be the first saint in blue jeans. That's amazing. Isn't that cool? That's so cool. So he Imagine beatified like a week or two 15. ago. And so his family got to go to his beatification mass in Assisi because um, he loves St. Francis and Assisi. So it's just That's really amazing. cool. And like our sisters actually, they're doing all these animations and stuff, which you should actually, you're going to you love it. Mm. Um, but it has like this footage of him, like videos of him. Hmm. So, like, have videos of the saints. 
Like, it's so cool. Modern times. Um, but they did this little animation of him telling his story, and then in the background it has, like, these, like the photography of him. Um, so it's really, it's really neat. That's awesome. Anyways, but he's our interest. And, and look, he got it to work. <laughs> you got, you're gonna make this work for us. You are amazing. Okay. Okay. But, um, so this is the part two, part two. of McCann's story. Yeah. So I was Sorry, Sister Danny Aldrich. Here. <laughs> Yes. SDA. So, anyways, so I started realizing, like, all the Dominican stuff started clicking. I was like, okay, this makes a lot of sense. Um, so I talked to Sister Joseph Andrew, who, like, anytime you ask one of our sisters stories, like, they're like, so I talked to Sister Joseph Andrew, and it was all over. Because <laughs> she's just, like, she's just that kind of person. But I talked to her, and, like, told her a little about, about my story, and, uh, like, how I started discerning stuff, and, like, um... Like, it was just making a lot of sense. And so she's like, okay, that sounds great. And I told her, uh, but I want to look into, like, some more communities and stuff because I'm a scientist, people. I want data. You know, I want to be able to, like, analysis, see all my options and stuff. So I was like, I'm also from Nashville, so I probably should look at the Nashville Dominicans since they're, like, 20 minutes from where I live. <laughs> so she's like, I don't think you need to. We just have, we just have a louder joy here. I'm like, I don't know what you mean by that. It's very true, though. It's really funny. Um, I know that now, for sure. Um, but she said, okay, you come back in November, and you bring all the girls from Purdue, and, like, you bring people back. I'm like, okay, that sounds great. So, um, I leave. I'm like, I'm pretty sure I have a religious vocation. Like, this just makes, this is what I want. This makes sense to me. Like, there's this desire in me that I never thought I would ever think about doing this but like it just makes sense um like I couldn't I wouldn't have imagined it for myself but for some reason this just I'm loving this um so I went home and I started looking at places and mom you were helping with this you're helping me find all the places oh yeah and that's when you've like I told you it's on retreat and then suddenly everyone knew I got on retreat it's like so I had some intense conversations with dad that summer. He was not happy. Um, and like I did all, all sorts of research. I went and visited the monastery in Illinois, or the, the sisters in Illinois, the Sister Joachima and Sister Antonietta who I'd met. Um, and it was yeah. still just making like a lot of sense. It was, I was like, yes, I can totally see myself doing that. I loved praying the divine office. Loved that. I was starting to pray a daily rosary. Um, and I was reading the Bible every night, too. So I was trying to play one hour of the Divine Office. I read a passage from the Gospel and a passage from the Old Testament. I was trying to read a chapter from each a night. So I started just praying a lot, trying to join daily Mass and adoration at least once a week while I was in Tennessee. And when I was home, adoration every day, um, which was just, like, very peace. And it was just, it just kept coming back. Like, it just kept wanting it. Um, you were going to say something? Okay. She's cold. <laughs> How are you cold? <laughs> okay. You're a chilly person. Anyways, um, so yeah, and like the whole time it was just like, God was still like, it just got clearer and clearer that, yeah, okay, I think I want this and I think God wants this for me. Um, and yeah. And so I was working at HCA that summer and which was a whole other mess, but it was actually really great because the Adoration Chapel, the only perpetual Adoration Chapel in all of Nashville, 
what, it's about 10 minutes from HCA. So I was like, after work, I was able to drive to the Dominican Sisters campus and go to Adoration. Much to your father's dismay. He hated that. It was so funny, though, because, like, he could see where I was, and he knew I was at the church. <laughs> he was so mad. He was like, where is he? so mad. I was, no, he couldn't he was see you at the church. He's like, where's your sister? And I was like, ah, oh, let me check her location. <laughs> Anyways. And he's like, what? I wasn't even that late. Like, I was never later in the thing. Was, or maybe I was. Anyways, it chipped in the car. But it was fine. Sorry, we left the chips um, in the room. But anyways, so I was able to pray, like, a lot, which is just wonderful. Um, and I'd never been able to do, like, I'd never prayed like that before and that frequently. But it was just really good because I was actually developing, like, a spiritual life, prayer life, um, my relationship with God, which, surprise, surprise, it's actually really important. Um, <laughs> I know, <laughs> but it was, it was wonderful, it was a gift, um, that I was able to do that, um, and so, but that summer, I got the, the email, because I was planning on going back to college, and then I got this email, and they canceled my grant money, and so that, that was basically the money that let me go to Purdue, it was $10,000, um, and they just got rid of it, because mom made, like, $1,000 more than she had the year before. And so that was gone. And so I was like, how am I going to afford college? <laughs> like, it was like, and I was, I was taking out loans. So I was either gonna have to take out loans. And at that point, like, I was pretty, I was supposed to be paying for it myself. Like I had scholarships, I had loans. Um, Dad's Vanderbilt thing was helping, but with the $10,000 gone, <laughs> Sister Mary Samuel, hi sister, <laughs> but. So, so, so blessed that we got to come. Oh, I know, I know. We're grateful that you be able to do that. It's wonderful. Thank you, Yes, but, um, so I was like, oh my goodness. And so at that point, I was in touch with a few different communities. I was in touch with some Franciscan sisters, because I still thought it was going to be Franciscan. Um, <laughs> but um, even though I knew I loved... Anyways, it was very confusing. But um, I emailed s- several different sisters, and I was like, what am I going to do? I'm never going to be able to... I don't have enough money to go back to college, and all these different things. And, our, and Sister Joseph Andrew was like, well, you can just enter this year. I'm like, what? That was like within two weeks. I'm like, uh... So that was... I had to like pray about that a lot. Um, and then... Um, and Dad was not looking forward. Like, he was like, I told him that, like, that was an option. He's like, no. Um, so that was really funny. I'm doing this because I'm not actually eating my sandwich right now. Um, but, uh, so, basically, I think you and, you and Dad very generously offered to help me go to the college that semester. So. Yeah, we covered it, I think. Yeah, you covered it. Thank you. <laughs> Again. Um, because that, it was just, that was a miracle right there. So I decided I was going to go back to Purdue for that semester and then we'd see how things go. But mom and dad paid for it. And I decided I was not going to enter this community this year. It's like, oh my gosh, that's crazy. Like within a two week turnaround and all this stuff. So, um, but Plus I, you, you couldn't enter anyway because you had debt. Yeah, exactly. So I, I had school debt and all these different things. So it would There's just be a lot of off. stuff that we had to work out then. 
So, and I still wasn't sure it was this community. It was all sorts of up in the air. There was just no, there wasn't enough clarity. So I didn't know what to do. And so I went to, back to college and I had good, really, really good friends um, that semester. And it was just amazing. I was praying, I was going to daily mass. I was talking with people who actually loved me um, and actually cared about my well-being. Um, a lot of counseling. Huh? She did a lot of counseling sessions. At with, least 15 people came to her for advice constantly. Oh, yes. With You mean, I, <laughs> yes. I gave counseling. Yes. <laughs> gave counseling. I can't, I can't deny that. <laughs> um, that is true. We had a tomato. Uh, it's right here. Oh, we forgot the tomato. Uh, this is the softest bag in the world. It is actually very soft. But, um, so I, so the sisters usually come to Purdue. So Sister Joseph Andrew, and she usually brings some other people. So they came in September to just talk with the vocations discernment group, which I was now a part of, talking to the sister. Um, and I, I found a spiritual director. That was another thing. I was praying for a spiritual director all summer because I couldn't find yes. one. Yes. You have to have a recommendation, like, of someone who, like, mm -hmm. knows you yeah. and, like, looks after you spiritually and makes sure you're on the right track and not in terrible sin, et cetera, et cetera. And so I didn't have one. So I was praying, praying, praying for a spiritual director. So I found one, Father Cashin, mm -hmm. the Dominicans at Purdue were just incredible. And I love them so much. But Father Cashin agreed to be my spiritual director, but also um, another guy who had taken insurance. Um, uh, his name is John. I can't remember his last name for some reason. Hopkin. No. Uh, I can't remember his last name right now. Thomas. But um, one of the campus ministers was offered to give me some general spiritual direction too, because he really loved this chant group, and so I was talking to him too, which really helped me just like put my thoughts in order. And he like gave me recommendations on how to like identify what kind of order, like like just mm -hmm. to recognize what values I cared about, and um, to let that like help me decide. Um, but the sisters came to visit, and because I was I'm always involved with everything and. Um, I love, I was discerning at that point. I was like, oh, I'll help show them around. I'll take them dinner and stuff. I was so ridiculously happy. I, I mean, it was just incredible. Like, as soon as I was around the sisters, I was like another person, which you all see now all the time because I'm with the sisters. But like, it was, it was like night and day. I was just floating on air. It was incredible. And like, I couldn't tell you why, but it was just so good to be with them. Those good vibes. Um, Good vibes. Good vibes, that's right. Good vibes. Um, and so, like, I met with Sister Joseph Andrew again. She's like, what are you waiting for? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. You know, I've just got to deal with family stuff and school. And she's like, when the lights, stuff? when all the lights are green, you go. I'm like, okay, whatever. She's like, are you coming on retreat? I'm like, yes. I'm like, okay, great. So... Okay, whatever. At that point, I was like, okay, this this is getting clear. And so, at one point, I was in adoration after the sisters had gone. I was like, I was trying to pray. I knew I was going on this retreat, and I hadn't made any clear decisions. And I was like, I've got to apply. And But but I had, like, kind of reached, I was like, okay, I've just, I've got to do this. Like, it just makes sense. This has been on my heart. Um... And I just like, I'm like, I've just got to try it. I've got to give myself to him and trust him. Um, and he'll do whatever he wants. And I resigned myself to whatever happened. 
um, but I didn't really tell anyone about it. So, and I was going home um, for fall break or just a home visit or something. So I drove home that weekend or a week or so later. And I was talking to mom about it and dad about it. And I was just kind of telling him about it. And mom like looks at me and we've been, we've been talking about it, but I didn't tell her any, like any of the decision I'd reached. And she's like, you've got to apply. I'm like, what, wait, hold on, what? And it, was, and it was just like exactly what I had been thinking about it, but I hadn't told her any of this. And yeah, she was she's just like, little magic that way. Yeah, she's, but it was like, it was just like the Holy Spirit. It was just the push I needed. I was like, how did you know I was thinking about that? You, what? <laughs> Anyways, so. The Madre power. She gave me the courage. <laughs> um, and of course, all of you had responded positively, even though you're <laughs> in your own ways. <laughs> um, dad, of course, was not happy, but... <laughs> um, Designed to. Yeah, he was, I mean, he Again. wants me to be happy. He's very good. He does his um, best. But, so I, I was like, okay, I guess I'm going to apply. And so I came on retreat, and I'm driving from, it was Sunday morning, I was driving from here, it was snowy, driving from here to the mother house for mass that morning. I finally talked to Sister Joseph Andrew on the ride over. I'm like, Sister... I think I want to ask for papers. And she's like, well, it's about time, hon. <laughs> like, well, thanks, sister. <laughs> so I got my papers. And um, at that point, uh, I, it was, I realized that I didn't have enough money to pay for college the next semester. And I was like, what am I going to do? Oh my gosh. does that every semester. So, but like, really? Because Purdue is very expensive. Um, and I didn't have enough money, and the, one big thing about going, like, I was supposed to room, rooming with Carly, and she did not want me to leave, because she didn't want to buy it by herself, she didn't like anyone else, anyways, so, um, but she was like, it's gonna be fine, like, well, you might be able, I might be able to be by myself, anyways, so she resigned herself to me leaving, and so, suddenly, within two weeks, I had to make the decision if I was going back to college, um, it's like, oh my gosh and it just like i was like i'm gonna have to pay off debt anyways because you can't enter the convent with debt and so it came down to like it was just this huge leap of faith of do i really want to trust god or not do i really trust him to make sure i was going to be okay because i mean dropping out of college isn't really a whoo kind of thing like you have to you have to mean it <laughs> um for in this case at least you've got to mean it if you want to go to college but at that point I was just like I don't care <laughs> like I'm going to be going to college back and going to be going to college anyways if I enter and like he's gonna take care of all of it and so I dropped out of college which I never expected to ever do which was crazy <laughs> and it felt crazy but the Lord provided um and then I and I started working, and it was actually really a gift to be able to spend those like last eight months with my like with uh, with you all, and just to be with you and pray and like just I learned silence. I learned all this prayer, and um, it was just really it was a gift. Um, and then then I realized I was not working enough. I might not have enough money, so I prayed to Saint Joseph, and some miracles happened. <laughs> very generous souls <laughs> anyways but it just it's just oh, all. god came through again that's all yeah it, <clears throat> there's a lot of just fear grace 
so and now I'm here and it just it's a chest to me to realize like God just loves us so much so basically I'm here because I love Jesus I realized that he is enough for me and a parking ticket and a parking ticket <laughs> that's right <laughs> yes. okay and I'm gonna eat my sandwich eat that sandwich any questions